Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. We're going to pick up where we left off in the book of Judges last week, chapter 7, beginning in verse number 9. The Bible says, And he came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered it into thine hand. But if thou fear, go down, go thou with Purah thy servant down to the host, and Thou shalt hear what they say, and afterward shall thine hands be strengthened to go down unto the host. Then went he down with Purah his servant unto the outside of the armed men that were in the host. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay along the valley like grasshoppers for the multitude, and their camels were without number as the sand by the seaside for multitude. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream. And lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian, and it came unto a tent and smote it, that it fell and overturned it, that the tent lay along. And his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. For into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the host. The first thing we want to look at is the barley. Now, barley was a symbol of the poor. Remember here, Gideon was, he was in the wine press threshing wheat instead of being up on the threshing floor where the wind would blow the chaff and away but he was down in the wine press choking on the wheat and the angel of the lord come and said thou gideon my, thou mighty man of valor and told him that god was going to use him to defeat the midianites now not only did he tell him there but he showed him in signs three times god had showed gideon that he would defeat the Midianites, he showed him with fire from the rock that consumed the offering in chapter 6, verse 19. He showed him with a wet fleece that he wrung out and filled a bucket full of water, but there wasn't dew on the ground in 636. Then Gideon still wasn't convinced, and he asked God to show him again with a dry fleece and dew on the ground, and God did that in 639 now Gideon here he was he is like most of our Christians most of the people today and even myself guilty sometimes God to tell us to do something and we uh, question God and we'll say God I do this if you'll show me a sign if you'll show me let me know for sure that you want me to do it I teach that Sunday school class if this happens I will get up and give a testimony and glorify God if this happens I donate some money to this cause if this happens but i want to let you know what would it be like if christians whenever god said to do something they just did it they didn't ask for a sign they just obeyed god i believe an easy way to tell or to understand if god's talking or if you're being told if you think well if i do this i'd get great fanfare if i'd give some money everybody would say wow that was great or if i stand up and give a testimony everybody uh look at me and say, boy, he's a spiritual Christian. If that's why you do it, then you might as well to sit down. In fact, you should sit down because you're going to grieve God. But what if God gets a hold of you and you're nervous and you, you say, well, I, 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 don't, I don't know, but what if you say, but God, if you're telling me to do it, I'll just do it anyway. That's the place that we should be in. Of course, Gideon was nervous. He was Nervous even more after God had sent most of his army home. He was down to 300 men, but God had promised him that he would deliver the Midianites into his hand. And because it, 
Gideon was listening to God. He was paying attention. God told him to go down and listen in on this conversation. Now, not only did God tell Gideon that he was going to deliver the Midianites and the Amalekites into his hand, but he told the enemy, he told them that he was going to deliver them into Gideon's hand. Isn't it something how God was preparing the heart of the enemy, how he was telling them, letting them know what he was getting ready to do, what of encouragement that would be for Gideon, what an encouragement that would be to his servant as he took him and allowed God to build his faith. He allowed God to encourage him that all was well. See, Gideon, even though he had God with him, God still had a plan to use these 300 men. He still had a plan to use these other men, and I'm glad God says some encouragement. When we're encouraged, whenever we let others in on what God's doing, it can be an encouragement to them too. We see the barley. The barley represents Gideon, the humble, the humble that come up against the powerful, the poor that come against the ones that look like they was in an inevitable place of doom. But I'm glad that they was able to trust God. We see the brave in verse number 15. And it was so when Gideon heard the town of the dream and the interpretation thereof that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian. And he divided the 300 men into three companies and he put a trumpet in every man's hand with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, and so shall ye do. And when I... Blow the trumpet, I and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets. Also on every side of all camp and say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. We see these brave men, but we see the Spirit-led plan. James 1, 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now remember Gideon, where we found him, where he was, threshing wheat, Gideon, wasn't a man of war. He wasn't a man that had fought in many battles. In fact, I go a step further. If you look at the list of things that they had, they did not even have a sword, yet they was going in and they was going to shout that the Lord would deliver them by the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. He would deliver them into their hand. What a sense of faith that these men had to have, but they had a plan they was led by the spirit Gideon was led by the spirit these men were led to follow him and God gave him wisdom James 1 5 says if any of you act act lack wisdom let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him there's nothing wrong with praying and asking for wisdom if you're leading a church today if you're a pastor you need to pray and ask god to give you wisdom if you're just leading your house as the father we just celebrated father's day today this hour a week later but if you're leading your house as father you need to pray that god would give you wisdom and i believe god will do that we need to be spirit led and i'm glad that gideon had a plan he had some wisdom from God, but I'm glad for the Spirit-led people that were willing to follow Him, that were willing to follow God. Proverbs 1, 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Gideon is willing to go, and God's people are willing to go with Him. As I said, they had a trumpet, they had a lamp, they had a pitcher, but they did not have the 
sword, but they did not have a sword. They were all slaves, but they still went in and in their plan, their battle plan, they yeah, they cried the sword of the Lord and Gideon. And God had prepared the hearts of these men that had come against them. He had prepared them. He had prepared the plan. He had devised the plan. I believe he led and guided Gideon into it. And God blessed and God did what he said he did. But these brave men, they had to have faith as 300 men to go against this army. The one that said their camels were without number. They were so many. As the sand by the seaside. Now that's a lot of camels. That's a lot of army for 300 men to go up against. But God hand was with him we don't fight today with the sword of our hand but we fight with the sword of the lord there is power in god's holy word there is power in his truth there is power in the gospel of jesus christ that is our sword and god will use it and he will use it to defeat the enemy to defeat to defeat satan but i want you to look at the broken let's look at the picture let's see what the plan really was in verse number 19. So Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came into the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch, and they had but newly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow with all. And they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Here they went, they went in and they separated. They went into three areas and they put that lamp, they put it up in the pitcher. You say, why did they do that? They did that so it wouldn't be seen. They snuck up on this army. Now we watched some of the war movies and it looks silly to me. You see as they come in and they march and they're beating the drum and they let everybody know that they come in. That seems like a silly way to fight a battle to me. It seems like it makes a lot more sense. It's a lot wiser to do like old Gideon to sneak in, to sneak in, and they surrounded this great and mighty army. And all of a sudden, they started yelling the sword of the Lord and Gideon. They knew about the dreams. They knew about the talk. They knew how they had been watching as the men went back. And the Lord had probably instilled in their heart, man, this this guy's up to something. This guy is up to something. We They had become worried and here they are, they got into position, and what they do? They broke open the pitcher, and they let the light shine. They let everybody see in this great army, they seen the light, and they didn't think that they was three men. They didn't think that they was 300 men. They thought that they was thousands of men. They thought those lights was just the few that was holding the light, so the ones with the sword could come in and fight and hear what happened. All those men, they were set into mass confusion. They were running so hard, they were slicing through their own army. They were killing each other by their own sword. What a what a great plan this was. The picture had to be broken so they could see the light. I want us to look at the pit. We've looked at the picture. I want us now to look at the person. 1,000 years later, in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, Paul referred to this passage, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are that earthen vessel. We have that light within us and these many christians today they wonder they've trusted in christ as their savior they've accepted him but they wonder if why god doesn't use them why god doesn't ever do anything with them well first peter 5 6 says humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of the lord that the lord may exalt you 
in due time. The reason God's not using them, they've never been broken. They never got to the place that they realized. They realized just how much they depend on God. They realized how hopeless and how helpless they were. And I want to say they realized that it's not their talent, it's not what they can do, but it's what God can do. There's no way a natural man that these 300 men could go up against this mighty army. But when God, when God was in charge of the army, whenever God was leading these men, whenever it was God's power that was going to deliver them, it made things a whole lot different. Remember that verse, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of the Lord that the Lord may exalt you in due time. Today we have a problem with a lot of times somebody's trying to do the Lord's job. It doesn't say that the pastor might exalt you. It doesn't say that other church members might exalt you. It doesn't say that anyone else might exalt you in due time. It doesn't say that you'll exalt yourself, but it says that the Lord will exalt you in due time. We better wait on the Lord. We better wait on Him. We better humble Humble ourselves under his mighty hand and trust him. Have faith. The next verse in 1 Peter chapter 5 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. We need to put our complete trust, our complete trust in him. Just as Jesus had to be broken on the cross, we must be broken to be used by God. We see the broken, but we see the battalion in verse number 23. And the men of Israel gathered themselves together out of Naphtali and out of Asher and out of the Manasseh and pursued after the Midians. And Gideon sent messengers throughout all of Mount Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites and take before them the waters unto Beth Barren Jordan. Then all the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and took the waters unto Beth Barren Jordan. They took two princes of the Midianites, Orb and Zeb, and they slew Orb upon the rock Orb and Zeb. They slew at the winepress of Zeb and pursued Midian and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon on the other side, Jordan. Jesus told Simon, called Peter and his brother, Andrew and Matthew 4, 19, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Saved on the day of Pentecost. And Acts 2 tells us the continued in one accord, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Thousands were saved on the day of Pentecost, but God continued to add. Why? Because they were all in one accord. They were all together in one spirit and in unity. And here we see as these men were following God and they started to win the battle because Gideon and his army believed these men, these other ones joined in and joined the fight and they come and they begin to help them. And I believe, I believe we may have a few, but I believe if we're faithful to fight, if we're faithful to do what God tells us to do, I believe that God will send more to help us fight because Gideon and his army believed God. They went from the threshing wheat in the wine press to slaying the princes of the Midianites in the wine press of Zeb in verse number 25. We pray this message has been a blessing to you. Let's be encouraged today to keep on and to trust God and to humble ourselves before him. Amen. We thank you for listening. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to have you join us at Riverside Baptist Church.